Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you along with me. It's a surreal time to be alive, to be here watching Bible prophecies being fulfilled right before our very eyes, seeing the final kingdom being established over the earth right now. It is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And now more than ever, you and I need to be very diligent in who we listen to and what words they're saying to us because it's all right to listen to the people around you, but always drag those words back before the Word of God and check them against the Word of God and throw away the garbage. Get rid of anything that does not agree with the Word of God. And I want to share three theories that I'm hearing today with you, and we'll compare them with the Word of God and see whether or not they're worth listening to. Um, the first theory has to do with the mark of the beast. Now, it comes out of Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 6. And it's talking about the law of God. It's beginning in verse 6. It says, These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. Um, when you lie down and when you get up. So Israel is being told to surround and immerse themselves in the law, in the Torah, every waking moment. And it goes on in verse 8, and this is where the conspiracy comes from. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Now the parallel is to the mark of the beast in Revelation chapter 13, a mark on your right hand or your forehead. You can see the parallel there. And the theory is that God has given us his law and easily summarized by the Ten Commandments. And the Antichrist brings and introduces a new law, a new morality, which genuinely we can see people today break the laws of God without shame and have created an alternative morality where it's good to do your part for the people around you like taking the vaccine is moral because you're doing your part for the good of the people around you. We had Kamala Harris lecturing from the Word of God that it is the very essence of the Word that Jesus taught to love your neighbor to go ahead and take that vaccine. You see how people are using the Word of God for their own personal beliefs, theories, conspiracies, and it's up to us again and again, to take these things back to the Word of God to find out whether they're true or not. You cannot trust. Man, we are all frail. We all get things wrong. Um, we're going to drag that theory back to the Word of God to find out whether it's true or not. Another theory, I heard this preached by a very well-respected pastor over the weekend saying that the Antichrist rises up out of the water as it says in Revelation chapter 13, the water represents humanity. So the Antichrist rises up from among us. That's something we've got to drag back to the Word of God to find out whether it's true or not. Now there's a third conspiracy, a third theory being spread far and wide right now, that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. And I've heard many people saying it with absolute certainty. And what we're going to do is drag that theory back to the Word of God to find out whether it's true or not. I don't need to be right 
about anything. I don't need to make a reputation for myself or impress you with my knowledge. What I need is to go back to the Word of God and find out whether or not the things I'm hearing are true. I don't trust in my own wisdom. I don't have all the answers, and I'm not the genius who can figure everything out. And thankfully, I don't have to. We have the Word of God to drag all of these things back to and say, is it true? Can we stand on it? Can we believe it? Now, Revelation 13 has the answers that we're looking for in regards to all three of these conspiracy theories. The first one that we're going to look at is this pastor's assertion that the Antichrist rises up out of the water and therefore comes from among mankind and is a man like Anthony Fossey or Bill Gates or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or Pope Francis is that true or is that not? Well, Revelation 13 begins by talking about the dragon, who is Satan, standing on the seashore looking out over the water. Now, the water represents us. That's a pool of humanity. And Satan is not among us, but standing on the seashore or the spiritual realm looking out over us. So, the first beast talked about in Revelation 13 rises up from out of the water. So, so far, what that pastor said holds up. There is a beast that rises up out of the water. But as we read about this beast that rises up out of the water, it becomes immediately clear that it's not talking about an individual, but rather an entity having seven heads and ten horns. And already, it's becoming increasingly clear. We're starting to see as the beast rises out of the water, rises up from among us, it's becoming clear what these seven heads are. As we see the cooperation going on between big tech, media, governments, big pharma, and the banks, we are seeing a united power, a united force coming against the freedom of humanity. Now, there, there are ten horns or ten kings who rule over this first beast. Those ten kings haven't been revealed yet. We don't know who they are, but we do know as we read along in Revelation 13 that three of those ten horns will be replaced by one. And that is the second beast talked about in Revelation that as we read, it, it's very clear that this is the Antichrist. And the, the second beast is called the beast from the earth. Take note of that. So beginning in verse 11, it says, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. Now remember, the first beast comes up out of the water, comes out from among us, rises above us, has authority and dominion over us. That is the, the first beast. The second beast rises up out of the earth. Now, that is very important information, and this is why I'm thankful we have the Word of God to go back to and compare all of these theories to. The Antichrist comes out of the earth, meaning he doesn't come up from among us. So, when we're looking for the Antichrist, we're not looking for a human being. He may masquerade as a human, but truly, he isn't. Now, if he comes from the same realm where Satan is standing from the spiritual realm, how is he manifested in this world? Is it through 
artificial intelligence? Is it some quote-unquote extraterrestrial life form? I don't know how, but it's going to be a trick. It's going to be a disguise or a masquerade. This won't be a human being. It goes on to describe the Antichrist as having two horns like a lamb and the voice of a dragon. And this one, this beast that rises up out of the earth, will have authority over the beast, the first beast. Meaning it will rule that first beast. It will have dominion over this global kingdom. And it causes everyone to worship the image of the beast. So... As we read along, the mark of the beast has not yet been introduced, but we do know who the ten kings of the final kingdom are, and the Antichrist has been revealed, and people are being forced to worship the beast kingdom, and Christians are being persecuted globally. So although we're moving in this direction, these things have not yet come to pass. And it's as these things are coming to pass that in verse 16, the mark of the beast is introduced. So, he causes all, and when it says he causes all, the Antichrist is the one who causes all, the small and the great, the rich and the poor, the free and the slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And he provides that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark. Now, that word mark can also be interpreted as image. There will be something visible on your right hand or on your forehead, and you will not be allowed to buy or sell without it. It's tied directly to commerce. Now, it goes on to say, it will bear the name of the beast or the number of his name. So we're given from the Word of God a lot of very solid information about what exactly the mark of the beast is. Satan is the one, the Antichrist is the one who causes people to receive the mark. The mark is on the right hand or forehead. You cannot buy or sell without the mark. And it will bear the name or the number of the beast. Now, is this... Let's test this theory about the law being on your right hand or forehead. You can have these laws, or you can reject these laws and still be able to buy or sell, still um, have no mark on your forehead, as I believe a very large percentage of the planet is on board with this new form of morality. Um, But they don't have any visible mark on their hand or forehead. And the theory about... The, the law, as read in Deuteronomy chapter 6, does not hold up to the Word of God. It's not a theory that we need to take seriously. The pastor's theory about the Antichrist rising up from among us isn't true either. Now, the third theory is the vaccine, the mark of the beast. And as we understand the vaccine right now, it is not a visible indicator on your right hand or on your forehead. I'm unvaccinated and I can still buy and sell. So it's not the mark of the beast. And and the Antichrist isn't the one enforcing this. So at this point in time, the theory that the vaccine is the mark of the beast doesn't hold up to Scripture. 
Now, <clears throat> that being said, it could potentially in the future become the, the mark of the beast. And I say that because there is a means of injecting a vaccination. It's a sticker or a patch, and it's got tiny little needles of the vaccine sticking out from it. You put that patch on your hand, the spicules dissolve into your skin and thereby inject the vaccine into you, but they also have a um, enzyme within them called luciferase. And it's this enzyme under special lighting that becomes visible. So it is a mark that you receive on your hand and it could come a time where if you don't have this illuminated vaccine show up on your hand, you will not be allowed to buy or sell. That is a potential future event. But as it stands right now, the vaccine does not qualify as the mark of the beast. We're waiting for the final kingdom to be fully established, the Antichrist to be revealed, the forceful worship of the beast kingdom and the execution of Christians. And at that time, the mark of the beast will be fully and clearly revealed. Now, it's important to understand that anyone who receives the mark of the beast cannot be saved. So, if we were to believe right now that the vaccination is the mark of the beast, then we would also have to tell those who have been vaccinated that there's no hope for them. They cannot be saved because they received the vaccine. And I don't believe that's true. I believe that when we take, when people willingly take the mark of the beast, they're going to know what it symbolizes. It's going to be Satan's seal of covenant as God gave Abraham circumcision as the outward sign of a covenant made with God. So all those who make covenant with the Antichrist will receive this mark of the beast as a symbol of covenant. And they will know full well what they are doing. And uh, anyone who makes covenant with the Antichrist cannot be saved. That, that willful decision to align yourselves with God's enemies, um, that's till death. You can never change or undo that. So um, that's what I'm looking for when it comes to the mark of the beast. Now, that being said, please remember that I am as fallible as everyone else around me. And it's your responsibility now more than ever to drag everything you hear back to the Word of God and say, is this true? It's all right to listen to people around you. There are a number of ministers that I trust and enjoy listening to, but when they get it wrong, I know it. And I go back to the Word of God, and although I still appreciate them and I still listen to them, um, I always understand that they are every bit as fallible as I am. In fact, there is no minister out there that I haven't seen come short in one way or another. Welcome to humanity. Hey, it's been an honor to have you with me today. Thank you very much, and God bless and keep you in this end time.